You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Fighting in the Gaza Strip continues, and in the last day, the IDF forces there have killed at least 25 terrorists. More than 15 Hamas terrorists were killed in the north of the Gaza Strip. About 10 operatives of the Islamic Jihad were arrested in a school where they were hiding. In the center of the Strip, IDF fighters killed more than 10 armed terrorists in combat lasting less than an hour. IDF tactics are changing as it stages raids in areas already conquered where terrorists and remnants of Hamas units attempt to attack Israeli forces. The names of three fighters who fell yesterday in the battles in Gaza have been released. They are Reserve Major Netzer Simchi, 30 years old, from Mossad. Reserve Captain Gabriel Shani, 28 years old, from Eli. Reserve Chief Warrant Officer Yuval Nir, 43 years old, from Kfar Etzion. Three fighters were also seriously injured in the battles in the center of the Gaza Strip and in the north. Their families have been notified. The Israel police announced today that First Sergeant Ron Goli, excuse me, Goili, 24 from Meitar, who fought Hamas terrorists on the 7th of October near Kibbutz Alumim, was killed in battle, and his body is being held by Hamas. His family was notified after a committee of experts from the Ministry of Health, intelligence agencies, the Israel police, the Ministry of Religious Affairs, and the chief rabbi of Israel determined, based on the findings presented to it, that Ran Geuli is no longer alive, the police said in a statement. Efforts to reach a deal for the release of the Israeli hostages, Egyptian sources told the Reuters news agency that Qatar, Egypt, and Jordan would guarantee Hamas' commitment to honor any agreement it signs. The United States and France will be the guarantee for Israel's commitments to the agreement. Delegations from Hamas and other factions are scheduled to participate in a meeting today in Cairo with the head of Egyptian intelligence, Abbas Kamal, to discuss the details of an emerging deal. The Washington Post reported today that as part of the deal being negotiated, all civilian abductees held by Hamas will be released during a six-week ceasefire. Protesters attempting to block the transfer of humanitarian aid to Gaza were kept away from the Nitzana crossing after the head of the Southern Command, Major General Yaron Finkelman, declared the entire area a closed military zone. Yesterday, about 48 trucks entered the Gaza Strip through the Nitzana crossing after an inspection. Another 160 trucks passed through Karim Shalom, which was temporarily blocked by protesters. And Israel has transferred about 100 bodies to the Gaza Strip, who were buried in a mass grave. Reuters reported that the bodies included one dug up from the cemeteries and, quote, victims of war. According to Reuters, Gaza health officials, who are affiliated with the Hamas terror group, said that they had received 100 bodies, including full bodies, half bodies, and body parts. Israel has said it removed some bodies recently buried in the Khan Yunus graveyards and cemeteries in search of Israelis kidnapped on October 7th. Israel also has the remains of some of the hundreds of Hamas fighters killed in Israel during their assault in the Gaza periphery on October 7th. The fighting in the north. Rocket debris reportedly fell on a Ramim ridge between Manara and Yiftach this morning from rockets fired from Lebanon. There were no casualties. Last night, three rockets were launched from Syrian territory toward the southern Golan. Israel retaliated to this attack by launching an airstrike against military infrastructure of the Syrian regime in the Dara province near the border with Jordan, an IDF spokesman said. Also, two anti-tank missiles were fired from southern Lebanon last night at Matula. 
There were no casualties and no damage was reported. Earlier, a rocket fell in an open area near Arab al-Ramshe in the western Galilee. Nobody was hurt and no damage was done. The Rishon Litzion Magistrates Court this morning convicted Ari Harrow, the former chief of staff and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office, of fraud and breach of trust as part of a plea bargain signed with him. Harrow, who is a state's witness in the 1,000 and 2,000 cases in Netanyahu's corruption trials, admitted to the charges against him in the case of the Schlucht H. Global Company. According to the settlement, the parties will seek to sentence Harrow to six months of community service and a fine of 700,000 shekels. And in the Tel Aviv Magistrates Court, Minister Miri Regev testified in a defamation suit filed against her by Tel Aviv Mayor Ron Khuldai about three and a half years ago in what was called the Tfalin Storm. Khuldai claims that Regev defamed him when she presented him as someone who opposes the placing of tefillin in his city and demands half a million shekels. Regev has stressed that she refused to give up her Knesset immunity in the case. Taking a look at the weather, and the cold temperatures will continue. Rain is forecasted tomorrow, mainly along the coast, and it will increase and spread to the north in the evening. Snow is predicted for the high peaks of the north. Local rain is expected in the south. Maximum temperatures for the main regions today, Jerusalem 10, Tel Aviv and Beersheva 14, Haifa 11, Tzvat 7, and in Nalat going up to 19 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kandreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.